these beautiful words of faith that come out of the heart of Peter. Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of everlasting life. We have come to believe and are convinced that you are the Holy One of God. You and I know from our Christian experience, as we follow Jesus together, that there will be threshold moments where clearly the Lord is inviting us to step into a stronger, deeper faith, like this moment for his apostles. In fact, this is similar to another scene in the other Gospels at Caesarea Philippi when Jesus throws out the question, who do you say that I am? And again, Peter steps forward. The Holy Spirit has stirred up faith in his heart and he says, we believe that you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And each act of faith is able to prepare for yet another act of faith, like this one today from John's Gospel. This is the culmination of this great teaching that covers the sixth chapter of John, where Jesus teaches that he will give himself to us as food. That he will give us his body and blood. That he will be able to change bread and wine into his blood and body to give us himself in Holy Communion. Many of his disciples, they could not comprehend or understand this. Part of the problem is that they had not yet come to believe that he is not just merely a man speaking, that he is the eternal Son of God in the flesh. But the Holy Spirit brings Peter again to this faith that because he is the Holy One of God, the eternal Son of God, he can, by his divine power, he can change bread and wine into his body and blood. And so he says, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of everlasting life. My prayer is that the Holy Spirit will continue to work in my life and in your life and continue to bring us into a deeper and stronger faith like that of Peter's. What a difference when we approach life through faith 
especially when we approach by faith the different ways that Jesus continues to be present to us and his church. Let me give you one example. When the scriptures are read at Mass, we have various lectors that will read those readings. Today it was Tom. So you heard Tom's voice for the first and second reading. But who was speaking at that moment? Who was speaking? God. This is what we believe. Now, if I don't approach this moment in the Mass with faith, and I'm wandering in my mind about what I might do after Mass, which we are all inclined to do at different times, I will miss what God may want to speak to me at this moment. But what I find is that when I come to this moment of the Mass with faith, now I start to move to the edge of my seat. And then I find myself hanging on every word that God is speaking. Because in that word, there might be something very personally spoken right to me. That if I'm wandering, I'll miss it. I want to continue receiving this word that Jesus says is life. I want to continue receiving the new life, the freedom that the truth can bring to me, the transformation that I so badly need is contained in the word of God. Faith. Another example. Jesus said, whatever you do to the least, you did it to me. Whoa, that's a hard one. This, is, this transformed the life of St. Teresa of Calcutta. She would sometimes repeat this line of the gospel all throughout the day. You did it to me. You did it to me. You did it to me. And this would allow her to approach every person, not with her human feelings and inclinations, because she would admit, like us, sometimes she would be mad at someone. Sometimes she would not like someone. And sometimes the poor, they smelled, their appearance was repulsive, some of the people dying in the streets had bugs and maggots crawling out of their sores. But when she would approach it by faith, she was able to open her heart to greater possibilities of conversion to a deeper, stronger love that was greater than her inclinations or feelings. Can you imagine, this is a game changer. If spouses approached each other more this way, parents toward their children, children toward parents, priests toward their parishioners, co-workers, if I knew that everything I did to you, I was doing it 
to Christ. That is going to stop me in my tracks and make me think twice. And it might even lead me to apologize for failures in love. Faith. To approach things in faith. To not just have the faith given us in baptism, but to actually use it. To live by it. That's what makes the difference in our life. And now we come to the Eucharist, which is out of what the faith that Peter expressed in the gospel is addressing. I am convinced that if we were to approach the Eucharistic table, the way that we come and receive Holy Communion, if we were to approach it more with the faith of Peter, that we would experience many graces and miracles of healing, transformation, forgiveness, and whatever else we need. Faith. This faith in the Eucharist has been such an anchor for me especially in this time. This is why I love the fact that we have an adoration chapel. You know, it's beautiful how the, the hour of adoration with Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament, how that can deepen faith. And then I bring that faith into my experience of the Mass so that my participation at Mass can be more fruitful and life-changing. If you have not yet considered or decided to make a holy hour of adoration with Jesus, either in our adoration chapel or another one, I hope you will seriously consider this. It has changed how I experience Jesus in the Mass. So let us now come forward to this table. Let us pray. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. I believe, but please help my unbelief. Deepen and strengthen my faith that I might know more profoundly God's redeeming love for me and for you. Amen.